where do I want to go? Like, how do I even want to use these points? And working backwards from there to say, okay, I want to go to Greece. Who flies from my home airport to Greece? What airlines are there? What kind of points can I transfer to that airline? How much is it going to cost in points? And let that determine the cards that you're opening rather than just saying, here are the best cards to get. Now I'm going to figure out what to do with those points. You are listening to Julia Menez, the points and miles strategist for entrepreneur. In this episode, we break down optimizing your business expenses to get luxury perks, what your credit card stack should consist of, and what mistakes most entrepreneurs make when it comes to points. This episode is for anyone that pays monthly business expenses and wants to optimize to get cool perks like first class and business class flights or luxury hotel stays for free. You may want to listen to this episode twice. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives. Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. And today I have a very special guest that I met at a mastermind. I was impressed with her knowledge and where she got me was, do you love to travel and do you want to travel first class for free? She's a point and miles strategist. She helps entrepreneurs use their business expenses to get free luxury travel She's a speaker and the host of GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. If you have expenses in your life and you love to travel, this is the conversation you want to listen to. So welcome to the show, Julia Menez. I'm excited that you're here. I've been wanting to have this conversation and we kind of saw each other a few weeks ago at a different event in Vegas. And I was like, I would be this woman's hype woman because like I can talk on and on about like all the things that she does and why everybody needs to have her in our, in her, in our lives. So tell everybody, what is it exactly you do and like, what kind of like got you into this and how long have you been doing this for? Thank you so much for the intro. That was such a nice introduction. My name is Julia. I've been doing points and miles as a hobby for probably about seven, six or seven years now. And as a business for about three. So we got started because In the before time, I was an actuary and I spent all of my time studying for these certification exams. And once I was done, I just didn't know what to do with my time. So I had all of this pent up energy that I just kept throwing at my husband. Like we should, we should hang out all of the freaking time, all the time. And he was like, she needs a hobby. Hey, look at these personal finance blogs. I think you'll enjoy reading these. And I didn't realize at the time how much I would really, really just dive deep into the world of personal finance. And then also a lot of the personal finance blogs like Mr. Money Mustache and Afford Anything and all of those back in the day, were talking about how they could use credit card points to travel for free using points and miles. And I thought, that is a crazy idea. It sounds a little bit like a scam, but 
I kept hearing about it over and over again. So I thought, let's dive into a couple of cards. And our first redemption was actually by accident. We were flying to Morocco and then our tour guide who was going to take care of us once we landed, he had to cancel on us. Like at the last minute, it was 20 hours before we were going to get on the flight. And he called and said, Hey, we have a family emergency and I just, I have to cancel and refund. So I was kind of panicking, but we had these points where I was like, Hey, American Express, like we can stay at a hotel for free. Right. And I'm like reading something off of a blog, trying to, to get a free night. And they said, yes, here's three free nights at the Sheraton Casablanca. So I went ahead and did that. And we actually had status from having that card. So I was hooked from there. We got an upgrade to a nicer room. We had free breakfast. We had free cocktail hour. It was amazing. And from then on, I was completely hooked into the game of points and miles. But as I started spending down my points, I was like, well, how do I get more points? And I realized that the way to get a lot of points is through business cards. So I said to myself, well, I need to start a business. And I didn't realize you can actually qualify for those cards just by selling on Facebook Marketplace or Shopify or Poshmark or anything like that. I thought I had to have a huge, like real business. So I started a travel agency, which is actually how GeoBreeze Travel started. Yeah. But I hated it. So I used the pandemic as an excuse to close it down. And then at that point, I was just creating content, just wanting to connect with other people in the community. And over the last three years, it's really grown into the podcast, the Instagram, the YouTube, and so many other things. Ooh, I love it. So I'm going to ask, what's the strategy for, because you just said it in your intro of like, how do I get more points for earning points and miles very quickly without, of course, overspending? <laughs> there are a couple rules to always keep in mind. So number one, if you're going to do the credit card method where you're earning a lot of points by putting spend on your credit card, don't spend more than you can afford to pay off every month. Because if you have to carry over a balance, the credit cards that we play with in the points and miles game have some of the highest interest payments out of any credit cards on the market. That's how they can afford to give out such great rewards is they're kind of banking on you to not pay off your credit card in full. So only play this game if you can play in a way that you're paying off your credit card debts every month in full. So that's rule number one. And rule number two, don't spend more money just to earn more points. Don't be like, oh, that's a really cute $500 dress that I don't need, but I could earn 500 points on it. Don't go down that rabbit hole because that is a way to get yourself in a lot of financial trouble. There's so many other strategies to keep in mind that are going to be more helpful. So for example, if you do want to get into the credit card game, a lot of the points that you earn are going to come right at the beginning where they're going to have Sign up bonuses where you can earn, let's say, 60,000 points after spending $3,000 after the first three months that you get the card open. That's where most of your points are going to come from. And it's going to be very useful if you can open that credit card right before a planned large expense anyway. Like if you have a tuition payment or a kitchen remodel or a down payment on something, an easy way where you're going to spend $3,000 anyway, you might as well get a whole bunch of points for it, get a free business class flight out of it and get a new card right before that large plan spend. What you don't want to do is open cards just because you heard somebody talk about it on the internet. And then you're like, well, what am I going to spend $3,000 on? If you don't have anything planned, then you just end up spending money that you didn't intend on spending. And that can be a black hole in and of itself. Yeah. 
So speaking of these like credit cards and opening up these credit cards, how many credit cards should you open or what's like the recommendation or should you have multiple credit cards when you're playing this points game or miles game? I have probably 20 or so cards and I don't recommend that most people have that many. I just have that many because I do reviews on different credit cards and I'm making content about all those. This is literally my job. Most people don't need 20 cards. Despite on what other people on the internet tell you, we get paid to promote cards. So that's how we make most of our affiliate income. But most people do not need 20 cards. I would say that if you want to get into this game, opening a new card every three to six months for a while will probably get you what you need without having to go super overboard very quickly. So every three to six months. And what are some of the credit cards that you would probably, I'm sure everybody's different, but like, what are the, some of the top and most recommended credit cards for business or entrepreneurs today? The most popular credit card for points and miles for starters is the Chase Sapphire Preferred, which a lot of people like to start with as a personal card. And then for business credit cards, it depends on what your business goals are and kind of the nature of your business. If you're one of those people who's like, I just want like one and done. I have a really small business. I'm spending less than $50,000 per year on business expenses. The Amex Blue Business Plus is a really good one and done card. There's no annual fee. The signup bonus is kind of small, but you'll earn two points for everything. So if you just want one card where you're putting everything on, that's a pretty good one. The points do cap at $50,000 per year though. So if you're putting more than 50,000 on it, after that, you're only gonna earn one point per dollar. If you're somebody who's like, I still want a one and done card, but I'm spending more than $50,000 per year, the Capital One Spark for Business Owners earns two points everywhere. It's a great miscellaneous card and there's no cap on the amount of points you'll earn. Past that, if you wanna specialize a little bit and you're like, well, I'd like to earn more than two points per dollar, I'm okay getting more than one card and using a combination of different cards. That's where the game can be pretty fun for entrepreneurs and business owners. For people who are spending a lot on ads or different software, the Amex Business Gold is a great card. It gets you four points per dollar on your top two spending categories every month. So that could be dining or restaurants. It could be software. It could be ads or different spend on Amazon ads, Facebook, Instagram, any of those. So that's a great card to have as well. If most of your stuff is travel related, like you have to jump on a plane every week, there's a lot of great cards for that. Amex Business Platinum is a pretty popular one because you'll get lounge access into the American Express Lounge Network. And then you get a lot of different credits that you can use for your business as well. There's $400 of Dell credits. There is credits for Adobe, Indeed, lots of other things that you can save money on if you're already using those products and services. A lot of people like to recommend the Chase Business Trifecta, where you'll get the Chase Inc. Business Preferred and the Chasing Business Cash and the Chasing Business Unlimited. Chasing Business Unlimited gets 1.5 points everywhere. There's no annual fee. The Chasing Business Cash will get you five points per dollar if you spend a lot on internet, cable, phone, office supply stores. Even if you're not buying a lot of office supplies, I know you work with a lot of real estate people. So if your real estate business is flipping houses and you're spending a lot at Lowe's or Home Depot, please don't get a Lowe's or Home Depot card. What you can do instead is get a Chase Inc. business cash 
and then go to Staples and buy a whole bunch of gift cards to Home Depot or Lowe's. And that way you'll earn five points per dollar. And then you just take those gift cards into Home Depot or Lowe's. Whereas if you just go straight into Home Depot or Lowe's, you're only going to get one point per dollar. So that's an easy way to quintuple the amount of points that you're earning without having to increase how much you're spending at all for your business. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's obviously, I know people are listening to this or either watching this on YouTube and they're probably thinking like, okay, she's talked about all these different credit cards. She's talked about like a miscellaneous card. Like what is like the basic? Should you just have a personal business miscellaneous in your like recommendation? If somebody has like zero credit cards right now, just start with maybe the Chase Sapphire Preferred if you want to get into this. That's a really popular first starter card for people wanting to get into the points game. For business cards, depending on how much you're spending, if you have a smaller business, just start with Amex Blue Business Plus. That's a pretty easy one. Or if you have a larger business and want to do Capital One Spark for Business, that's a good one too. Or Chase Inc. Business Unlimited, where you're earning 1.5x everywhere. Love it. Okay. Now, I'm sure people ask you this all the time with all these, let's say you have different credit cards and you have different points in different things. Like, how do you keep track? Is there an app or is there special tools that you can track these miles? And I know that they also can transfer. And this is like something that I wish I would have known years ago. And it's probably been been in the last two to three years that I really found out about points and optimizing points. So this is why I'm like, oh my gosh, Julia has to come to the podcast. She has to come and speak into our mastermind and give them all the goods. And like, everyone needs to like work with this woman. So as far as like strategies and all the different cards and like where to start and all of that, I would actually say, and like keeping it all organized in apps, You can go down a rabbit hole pretty quickly of like, okay, where are all of my points? What card do I use for what? And I would actually say the cards are not what you should start with. You should actually work backwards if you want to get into the travel points and miles game and say, where do I want to go? Like, how do I even want to use these points? And working backwards from there to say, okay, I want to go to Greece. Who flies from my home airport to Greece? What airlines are there? What kind of points can I transfer to that airline? How much is it going to cost in points? And let that determine the cards that you're opening rather than just saying, here are the best cards to get. Now I'm going to figure out what to do with those points. If you already have a whole bunch of different points and a whole bunch of different cards and you're like, cool, I'm already like, I already got shiny card syndrome. What do I do now? There are a few apps that can help you stay organized. So the first one is Award Wallet. That'll be like a dashboard that shows you how many points you have with all the different programs so you don't need to log into 12 different things. There is an app called Card Pointers. Award Wallet's free, Card Pointers is free. And Card Pointers, you just tell the app, here are the cards I have, here's what I'm trying to buy. It'll do the calculations for you to show you which of your cards you should use for groceries, which one is the best one to use for gas, which one should you use for online shopping. So you don't have to remember what card is good for what. There is an app called Travel Freely, where it'll track how many cards you've opened. It'll send you reminders when your annual fee is going to come due. So you can decide if you want to keep that card open for another year or not. So those are some tools to stay organized if you do already have a whole bunch of cards. But if you don't already have a whole bunch of cards, I would instead say focus on working backwards and figuring out where it is you want to go and what goals you have for your points, instead of just starting with here are the best cards. I'll figure out what to do with the points later. I love it. So 
you specialize obviously with points, miles and travel. What has been some of the best like places you've traveled, either even business class, first class on an airline for those that are like listening and want to get to that end point of like, Hey, I want to go to Greece, but I actually want to be on that plane. I've only flown first class once. It was from Frankfurt back to JFK. It was Singapore suites, first class. It was amazing. Like you get a bed and a separate chair and they can take the wall down between your room and the person next to you. So my husband and I got to have like a double bed in the sky. There was like Dom Perignon. There was Krug wine. There was, I don't think we had caviar, but the catering was fantastic. There was like a Lalique amenity kit. So the nicest airline we've flown by a long shot has been Singapore Airlines first class. I've also flown a lot of different business class flights where it's not quite as luxurious, but it's still fantastic for entrepreneurs, especially if you need to get a great night's rest, if you want to have that lay flat seat, if you want the extra room to kind of spread out and do work or just relax. I've flown a lot of those. I've flown Emirates business class where it's that one's the fancy one that people love taking photos with because of the glitz and the glamour of Emirates. So I flew that back and forth to Italy. We've flown American Airlines flagship first class across the country. I'm excited to fly United Polaris over to Japan. We're going to be flying Qatar Airways Q-Switch, which I hear is the nicest business class product in the sky. We're going to do that over to Egypt later this year. We're going to be doing KLM, which is the Dutch Airlines, Dutch Royal Airlines over to France next year. We're going to be flying British Airways. We've flown JetBlue Mint. Um, and that one was really nice because it was like the inaugural flights where they give you the little like goodie bags and everything too. We have these pins that say life ladder bust, which I think is really, really fun. We've flown Iberia Airlines business class to Spain. So lots of different fun business class products and still a lot more that I want to experience in the future. Oh my gosh. You make me just want to book something and travel. I'm like, I want to try all of those flights that she just mentioned, the Emirates, the Singapore. And speaking of all those different airlines, would you recommend an airline credit card or a loyalty? Is there a loyalty program that you're like, hands down, it's probably one of the best out there. Rather than focusing on a specific airline, if your goal is to do these fun international flights, I would instead focus on flexible points like Chase, Amex, Capital One, City, or Built, where you can transfer them to about a dozen different programs. And that's because if you're just focused on getting a United credit card and earning United points to spend on United flights, a lot of the airlines will devalue their own points where maybe to get a certain flight that you want to do, it costs 40,000 points today. But they can change that without any warning so that in a couple months, it's now going to cost you 60,000 points. That's what happens if you focus on one specific airline. They devalue their charts a lot. But if you have some kind of flexible currency that can transfer to United or Delta, or you can figure out how to fly American Airlines with that, or you can fly Southwest or JetBlue or a whole bunch of international airlines, then you have options. Like Let's say the United option is way more expensive now. You could still fly through Air Canada instead. So rather than focusing on one loyalty program, especially if you are an intermittent traveler where you're just thinking, I only want to do like two really big trips a year or something. I'm not a road warrior. I'm not on a plane every week. I'm not a consultant. If you just want to take 
a couple of great trips per year, focusing on those flexible points is going to get you a lot further rather than focusing on any particular airline. What are some of the mistakes that you see entrepreneurs make today when it comes to points or credit cards that, because I'm sure you, you do this all day with entrepreneurs. What are some of the big common mistakes that you see them make? A lot of people will redeem their points through directly through Chase or directly through Amex or directly through Capital One. So just because those points are the best ones to earn doesn't mean you should redeem your points through their websites. Because if you're redeeming points through AmericanExpress.com, you're going to be getting one cent per point. So if you want to take an $8,000 business class flight, that's going to be 800,000 points that you have to spend which is ridiculous. Even if you are spending millions of dollars on ads or other business expenses and you're earning a lot of points, that's going to burn through your points very, very quickly. So that's the main mistake we see is people say, okay, so I knew that I should get a Chase or Amex or Capital One card. So I should spend those points through Chase or Amex or Capital One. That is not what you should do. What you should do instead is transfer the points to somewhere else. Like if you wanted to fly a Delta One first-class flight over to Europe, you could book it through the Amex portal, but if you know to transfer your points to Virgin Atlantic instead and how to find award flights on Virgin Atlantic's website, you can get that same flight for about 50,000 points rather than 600,000. I love it. I love it. Um, What's your favorite place that you've ever visited since you've traveled over 30-plus countries? (laughs) My favorite is Singapore. They have a fantastic combination of great logistics, but also great food. We've been to a lot of places where the food was fantastic, like Morocco. I love Moroccan food. Logistics and traffic jams and trying to get around were a little bit difficult. So something that I wouldn't necessarily recommend for beginner travelers. Yeah. We've also been to a lot of places where the logistics were great, especially like the Scandinavia area, such great public transit. Scandinavian food was not my favorite, but with Singapore, they had both. And I'm surprised with everybody always talks about how clean it is in Singapore. It really is that clean, especially for being a tropical island. It's so clean. The food is so good. The logistics for getting in and out are so good. And I think Singapore Airlines is one of my favorite business class products. I love it. So what's next for Julia? What are you excited about? What are you working on? Yeah, so what we're really working on is our high ticket program where we help entrepreneurs maximize earning points on all of their different expenses and we help them make the most out of their different points and miles because we can usually find people redemptions that get them four or five or 10 times as much value versus if you were just to redeem your points through the Amex or Chase or Capital One portal. And then also a lot of entrepreneurs should be focusing on their business or their families or something other than points and miles. This is a fun hobby, but I found that a lot of people, as they get into it, it just starts to cause more stress than happiness, which is completely not the point of this hobby. Points should be here to help you have fun. It should be the cherry on top for building a successful business. It's not something that should cause you an added layer of stress. So just building out more resources so that points become fun again for people is something that we're focusing on as well. Or you just have a Julia in your corner that you hire and she figures everything out for you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And uh, where can people connect with you? So I'm mostly on Instagram at GeoBreeze Travel. You can also 
Find me on wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can find the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. And we have a YouTube channel as well, just called the GeoBreeze Travel YouTube channel, where you can find step-by-step tutorials for how to make the most out of your points and miles. Love it. And as we wrap up, there's always one question that I ask every guest on the show is what do you do to play bigger in business and in life? Oh, I invest in help because if you are trying to do everything on your own, it's going to get so overwhelming. You're going to get burnt out and then you're going to be spending your time on things that really shouldn't be on your plate. It should be either automated or delegated to someone else. So you can stay in your zone of genius, which is really, really important for all entrepreneurs. So I would say investing in the help that you need in order to get to where you want. Oh my gosh, Julia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with our community. I appreciate you and I cannot wait to keep playing bigger with you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving The Raquel Show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. I'd love to connect with you further. So text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode.